You are now listening to the Charity Church Podcast. Well, hello and welcome to our weekly charity podcast. And today I have with me Sean P. Hetty. Yes. Our worship slash missions pastor at Charity. And non-teaching pastor. Non-teaching pastor. That has been made clear over the last couple of years, hasn't it? But this is what's interesting is Sean and I are recording this in Tanzania. Africa. Yeah. Eastern side of Africa. Which in case you don't know, Africa is not a country. It is not. It is a continent. Yes. Made up of? Many countries. I think it's 58, 54 or 58. I could be wrong. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And we're on t- in Tanzania, which is on the eastern side. And we've been doing some mission work here this week. And we are recording this in one of our rooms. And there is a church next door practicing. With, with no, no windows and there are holes in the wall. <laughs> and the sound system is as loud as it can go. <laughs> And it is nine thirty-five at night. Yeah, yeah. And there are no no one's calling the police. That's a lot. That's some. That's a lot of rehearsing too. <laughs> so if you hear that in the background, uh, that's the noise. We're adding the vibe for you to get that. <laughs> but we've had a great week so far. Um, we got here. I think it took us fourteen days to get here. At least it felt like it. It that's really what it did. Felt like. It was such we a long worn, trip. We were worn out. Yeah. We left. Monday morning from Charlotte at 6 a.m. And we got here, what time? I, I think it was 27 hours, whatever time that would that be. That was the total travel with, time? With the time change, yeah. So, yeah. And we're seven hours ahead of you there in the Eastern Standard Time Zone. And so, uh, yeah, but it's been a great week. We got here and we have been running for the last two days a medical clinic in the morning. And we've been doing a... Uh, crusade at night and we didn't know how it'd go i mean we really really didn't know we right because it's not just your your it's not just for church people it's for the community and it's outdoors where the community can hear it and come up so so anybody can come up and, and be a part and they advertise it as free but no one believed it was really free yeah so the first day we didn't know what to expect but they were Quite a few people there. I think we saw 168 people come through. And and we've got Dr. Eric Troyer with us, mm. who is our only doctor. And that poor guy. What a trooper. <laughs> he has worked his tail off. Mm. I mean, and I, not even stopping for lunch. I'll go in there and ask him, hey, do you need me to get you anything? He's like, no, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Just seeing people all day long. Yeah, even when we're done with everything, he's still got a line of people. Oh, yeah. And he's working and... I think we were done, and there were 30 or 40 people still waiting to yeah. see him. Yeah. And so, uh, but it's been great. Um, we were able to work with some local doctors as well. I never have figured out exactly how many. I don't either. I don't know who's who. Because I think sometimes what they would consider, or what we would consider just a clinical technician, mm-hmm. would be kind of, in their book, somewhat of a doctor. Right. And, so, and they're from all different practices, nutrition and eye doctors. and Yeah. 
and you know all the other ones. Somebody's doing uh, somebody's doing cancer screenings. They're doing that under a tent. I haven't peeked my head in there. I'm not sure I want to see what's going on back there. I did see Dr. Troyer walk in there with a glove on his hand. and <laughs> We'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And we're having an eye clinic. Yeah. And uh, wow. Yeah, all the eyeglasses that were given out. Wow. Are they, are they excited about that or what? They love it. They wow. love it. And, and, and I stood over there for a while and kind of just watched. I actually worked in there for a little while uh, yesterday. And to see their faces mm-hmm. when they put those reading glasses on and they're able to see those little bitty letters on that paper they give them. Yeah. Man, just so rewarding. It's worth it. So, so thank rewarding. you to everyone who, who donated glasses. That means the world to them. Our goal was 300. I think we really ended up with probably 400 or more. Yeah. It was great. It was great. So, uh, yeah. And so we've been doing that during the day. And, and uh, actually, we, we felt like yesterday we were missing... Um, we were missing a chance to share the gospel. So we were hoping that they would come to the clinic and they would stay around for the evening crusade. Some did, but the majority did not. Right. So I kind of tossed that around in my head a lot last night and even this morning when I got up and I said, we just need a place or a way to share the gospel. And um, George Saig from the church had donated, gosh, I think, Many, 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 many. <laughs> I think 400 um, tracks, gospel tracks. And so we utilized those today. And, and uh, we had a couple of people, Steve Hogg and, and a lady named Karen Franks, who's with us on the trip. They were going around sharing the gospel with people. And uh, I think at one point they had led over 15 or 17 to Christ. Yeah, I think 15 during the day and then two two at night. Two later. And, uh, and, and the majority of these folks are, they're Muslim, they're, they're the Muslim faith. And so it's been very, very rewarding, um, during the day. What, anything that's been rewarding for you, you, you weighed so many people. I did. <laughs> some of them, I felt really good about myself. Some of them I didn't No, no I did. I had to, you know, I had to learn a little system. I, you know, we're, it's, we're on the metric system. So I had to learn which side to read, you know, mm. <laughs> the black numbers instead of the red numbers on the scale, which I got wrong at first and, and got in trouble. But I finally figured it out and uh, started weighing and, and, and measuring people correctly. But yeah, it's just one after the other. They just keep on coming, keep on coming. I think we saw 192 today. or 193 just today. Yeah. And then 168, I think you said think the yesterday, first day. Yeah. Who knows how many on a Saturday. Right, tomorrow's Saturday, so they won't have any other obligations. Yeah, they can right. just... It might even... They, Michael had gotten a text or a phone call this morning at 6.30. There were already people waiting, and we didn't start until 10.30? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it was so they were there. In the morning. Yeah, so it was pretty incredible. And um, we had one guy late in this afternoon who um, they pulled up on a motorcycle, and this guy <laughs> yes. was on the back of a motorcycle, and he was handicapped. Yeah. He couldn't walk. And they said... How can you get them through the line? So we brought everything to him. Yeah, we took everything to him except for the scales. I tried to get Sean to weigh himself and then go pick this guy up and step back up on the scale and subtract his own weight. That way we would know how much he weighed. But Sean, I, I couldn't do it. He didn't agree to that. So we didn't weigh him, but we did everything else. We're actually doing also um, checking their blood sugar. And yeah. we've had a few people come through that have been uh, 
pretty high numbers. Yeah. Uh, malaria. Yeah. Some people have had malaria. They were checking for that. Right. And uh, they were offering COVID vaccines, but... Nobody's taken them. I don't think anybody's gotten a <laughs> shot. <laughs> Not at all. So, uh, anyway... Yeah, any other anything else about the clinic that you'd like to share? About the clinic, um, I you know, I think you've you've covered it. Everything I think has been very successful. It was a little bit rough at first on the first day, but once we figured everything out, um, on the second day everything went so smoothly. Golly, yeah. everything. I think by noon we had had you know, more people come in than the whole first day. Yeah. We'd already gotten oh, them yeah. through, so you know, it smoothed out. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen tomorrow and how well that goes but uh, i think it's been the evenings that have just been yeah you know they've been eye-opening have they that's ever for sure yeah and these crusades that we've been doing with with the community and the church people and i mean it's not just a you know, an hour and a half church service no it's going from i think three o'clock in the afternoon mm-hmm. until six thirty or seven o'clock at night yeah at least yeah at least a lot of singing and dancing and dancing yeah marty you and i both danced we got in there tonight in church well the reason is well we're outside technically <laughs> okay <laughs> we weren't in the building the church was gathered <laughs> right <laughs> so but we were we were kind of roped into it because they kind of went out and got our whole team they, they did and brought us and took us through basically congo line yep that's <laughs> so exactly what it was yeah so, this big line of people probably 40 people in it at least mm-hmm. and uh going in a circle and uh yeah i i i'm convinced i can't dance no i'm with you you can't dance <laughs> neither can you <laughs> but it was fun anyway and uh and listen um my watch i've got an apple watch that has a db meter on it and according to it i should be deaf by noon tomorrow i'm with you <laughs> Did you say room and sorrow? What did you <laughs> exactly? <laughs> it was so loud. That's all they know is is they... 125 dBs is what it felt like. Ear piercing. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. But if they wanted people on the other side of the village to hear it, they accomplished that. The successful. Yeah. Successful. And we ended up having a lot of people show up. Mm-hmm. And uh so after the music. Sean, uh, we always let the white man sing. Mm. And brother, they love you. I know yeah. you're like, eh, I can't follow that, but they absolutely. Let me just tell you, people. Every time Sean gets up there, all of their cell phones come out and they start recording it. <laughs> so you're somebody's probably making money on your recording somewhere <laughs> in Tanzania, and you don't even know it. You're not I getting hope, royalties. I hope somebody is. <laughs> uh, but man, they, he's he's done a great job with that. And uh, last night, um, Steve Hogg spoke, did a great job. And uh, we always get our team to share testimonies, and, and several of those have done that. And, uh, and then tonight, uh, we had Michael Paul Taylor, who is celebrating his 16th wedding anniversary mm-hmm. with his wife here in Tanzania with us. And he spoke for a little bit. And then also um, Jim Harris spoke as well. And both of those guys did a fantastic job. And then I kind of wrapped yeah. it up tonight. Um, and so, yeah, after after the speaking, you know, we give a first night, we just opened up the altar to just anybody that needed prayer. And boy, did they show up. They did. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so <laughs> go ahead. Well, I'll just I'll just say in in Africa as a you know Tanzania in particular as well, but um, it's steeped in uh, spiritism, yeah. mysticism, ancestry, you know, worship, yeah, um, and witchcraft, yeah, and that's been passed down through the ages, and as a result, there is some severe spiritual darkness now yeah. throughout throughout this this area so um you see that and um we actually see it in these crusades uh some of the people that come up um you know that they're saying are say it they're demonically well i will <laughs> say it i know you're hesitating they're possessed they're yeah. they're they're demoniacs and yeah. um you know they come down and they are fully manifesting that um, and and flailing and screaming and uh, having to be held down and um, you know we're in America that's not something we're used to seeing. No, we not read at about all. it in the Bible. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, thankfully that the people here, you know, they've they've dealt with that and they kind of know a little bit about you know how to how to deal with it. Right. But we're we're a little shell shocked. Well, absolutely. I think. Yeah, we're we're. We uh, and this happened to us a few years ago in a different region that we had gone to and ministered to that we brought a team here, but um, this time it's the first time in this area that we've experienced it, and and to see the way the team it, it is like you just said it's shell shock. Mm -hmm. It is something that we just don't see, and you know. Um, in the village that we're in, this is the village that we've been ministering for a number of years. It's where the school is. It's where the church is. Um, and it was, it's been predominantly a, a Muslim village. Mm -hmm. And Islam actually allows some of that into it. It's kind of corrupted in that way, not just in its own way, but also through bringing in some of that spiritualism and the ancestry worship and all of that. So it's a conglomeration of, of all of these different religions that, that um, come in. And as a matter of fact, tonight... Um, they actually let a guy from a, a local guy share his testimony. Wow, yeah. That that about gave me chill bumps. Yes. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really, you know, see that coming, but um he was the organizer, the chief organizer of witchcraft for the whole coastal region yeah. in Tanzania. Which is a large region, several yeah. um re, uh, several uh states if you will or whatever. High up there. Yeah. High up there. And the other thing that he said was that they had to make two sacrifices of year a year of family members. Family members. They sacrifice family members. Yeah. At first, I thought it was just community, but it's the family. Right. M murdering yeah. family members in January and every June. And it's okayed. Right. It's okay. Right. And so we listen to that and we go... Put him in jail, right? Why is he? Why is he? He not should in jail? be in a death chamber on the death, uh, you know, in, on death row somewhere, right? But but he was he came out of it and and he was saved by the grace of Jesus, mm -hmm. you know. But um, in our Western worlds, in our mindset, our worldview, we're we're thinking, okay, praise God, he's saved. But why isn't he in jail? Let's do some time. Yeah, yeah. But over here, it's not the way. It's we were not. talking to Michael was actually talking to us on the way after we had been picked up at the airport. That once a person gets saved, even if they're guilty of some of those heinous crimes, 
prior to their salvation, if they apologize to it or, or for it, they're not obligated to be punished for it. And so this guy, they actually had to, his testimony was going long. Yeah. Okay. Because he started sharing with us even some of the things that... The visions that he had. Yeah. Or the dreams, the, yeah. The visions that he was having and some of the things that as the the witch doctor that he was having to do. And so they actually had to tell him to shorten his story because it was... <laughs> it was in detail. It was in detail. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what we're dealing with. And so we give the invitation after the, the, the preaching. And here's the, the sad part. Mostly young females yeah. are coming down, being prayed over. Um, and even tonight, you know, this young lady walked up. I just kind of laid my hand on her shoulder um, and start praying over her. Obviously, she can't understand me, and she couldn't tell me what was wrong with her. So I just started a generalized prayer. Mm. And all of a sudden, this, I don't know how old she was. You saw her, what? 16? 16, 17, somewhere yeah. right in that age. She starts rocking and falling backwards and I didn't want her to hit her head on the ground so I'm trying to catch her and hold her well then a couple of other people come up to me and and I start just kind of praying the best I know how for whatever is going on here and uh, I was kind of at a loss of loss for words after you say the same thing about 1400 <laughs> times right you know, it's right. like how many times do you have to say dear lord deliver this young lady for whatever is possessing yeah, her it's like you're you're applying wwjd in a whole way you never thought you would <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and i'm like i thought it was just at the name of jesus you know right but it was repetitive more than yeah. once praying just and i was praying god give me wisdom to know what to do here right. and by the time she hits the ground or you know not hits the ground but falls on the ground i keep my hands kind of on her head and and uh and then she just stiffens up and starts flailing and and uh yeah, it's it's just it, exactly I need more training is <laughs> exactly. all I can say. We didn't cover that in any of my theology classes at all. <laughs> yeah, it definitely not for for me either. And you know that's one of the things I had to do almost the same thing that you did. Uh, she wasn't flailing quite as much, um, and one of the pastors called me over to pray with her once she was on the ground. <laughs> I have never done this before, but right. okay, here we go. What yeah. would Jesus do? Uh, so I, you know, I put my, I held, I grabbed her hand and held on to it, put my hand on her head, and just started praying. You know, you know, come out. You know, in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, and you just keep praying it over and over, and you're like, you know, what else can you do? That's yeah. that's pretty much what Scripture tells us right. to do. So you just you just keep doing. And thankfully, she, you know, she sat up and and she was fine. At least you know, at least for the moment. Yeah. But, and then what we did find out is later, um, several of these who went through that episode actually confessed Jesus as Lord mm -hmm. and were saved. Yeah. And so victory's there. Victory's yeah. there. Yeah. And uh, but needless to say, we had some interesting conversations afterwards. Oh yeah. In the dining room. Yeah. Here at the place that we're staying. Because when you when you see stuff like that, the natural skepticism. Yeah. And anybody comes out, it's like, was well, that real? You know, right. What's the explanation for this? And you know, there's a, there's only one explanation, and it's just there is a dark spiritual power in yeah. this world, and it's a real thing. It is, and uh, we, we've seen it here at least on, on two different trips. Um, this one a little different for me because 
On the other one, I wasn't really a part of any of the, yeah. the prayer part of that. They kind of took them off to the side. But this one is right there for us to, to be a part of. Mm-hmm. And so um, the prayers that many of you have been praying for this team have been needed. Oh, keep it up. Please don't stop. Tomorrow has a potential for being uh, big because it is a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it could be, it could be pretty wild yeah. in that sense. So anyway, any thoughts as we finish up this podcast? Man, the main thing is just keep praying. If you're listening, pray for us. Uh, yeah. We we need the we need the power of Jesus and everything that we do. We need the love of Jesus, you know, and what we do. So uh, if you would lift us up, we would more than appreciate it. Absolutely. And so uh, next week we'll be um, from Tanzania once again, and we'll have Michael Titus on. So you can hear yeah. from him and, and how yeah. this team has really blessed the work here. So, hey, thanks for listening. And until next week, God bless you. Bye, everybody. Bye.